Well, hello and welcome everybody to the next episode of the Westlake Daily Podcast. And today, Nick and I are going to talk about who, Nick? Elizabeth Elliot. A great woman of God. Tell us about Elizabeth Elliot, Nick. So Elizabeth Elliot is one of the world's famous missionaries. She passed away in 2015, but she was known for very many, many years as one of these people who would encourage Christians on a global scale. She wrote a number of books and she's quite famous because of uh, really the work that she's done as a missionary. Now, Elizabeth Elliot was born in 1926. She was born actually in Brussels in Belgium, but when she was very young, a few months old, her family moved to Pennsylvania in the US and that's where she lived. She studied some classical Greek because she felt that God was calling her to translate the Bible. Now, this is where we get to a bit of what really made Elizabeth Elliot's life quite famous. While she was in college, she met her husband, Jim Elliot. And Jim Elliot was also a missionary, and he wanted to go to Ecuador and work with the indigenous people there. Elizabeth and Jim got married in 1953. And three years later, her husband managed to make finally contact with these people who had never seen a Bible or heard about Christians. And he and five of his colleagues were almost immediately speared to death and killed. And Elizabeth at the time had a 10-month-old daughter, Valerie, and she was in the jungle. Her husband was killed and she had to raise a daughter and live there for quite a number of years and deal with all that. She stayed there for a while and then soon after she actually herself managed to make contact with the indigenous tribe. Some women from there came to live with her and continued the work that her husband tried to start and stayed there working with the indigenous people, translating the Bible and evangelizing them. And her story really is resonated across the Christian world and it's quite a famous story. Not least because those tribesmen who killed her husband actually ended up becoming Christians. That's true. And she managed to reconcile with those people and to minister to them. And it was was quite a wonderful and, and amazing story. Later on in 1969, she married her second husband, a man called Addison Leitch, and he was a professor of theology at Gordon Conwell Theological Seminary. But Addison died in 1973, four years later. So that's a second husband, and he's dead. And in 1974, Elizabeth became uh, an adjunct professor at Gordon Conwell. She started writing some of her books then, and that's when she started sort of ministering more in in the West now. In 1977, she finally married her third and final husband, a man called Lars Gren, and he survived her death in 2015. But she continued traveling and speaking to a lot of different churches, but especially to women also. And she did that all the way into her 70s and almost her 80s too. So she left a tremendous legacy, and she was known as a woman who was very plain spoken. She wasn't blunt, but she she spoke her mind clearly. She was very biblically based, and she had this kind of wisdom that you can't really get from books. You can only get from living a life dedicated to the Lord and suffering quite greatly. Indeed. Which brings us to the quote of hers that we're going to discuss from one of her books. Tell us what that quote is. So the quote for this week is, you can never lose what you have offered to Christ. This is what Elizabeth Elliot wrote in a a small book of meditations called Keep a Quiet Heart. Mm -hmm. You know, we can talk a lot about loss uh, and about what it costs to follow Christ. But when you hear it from somebody who has gone through so much 
you know, losing your husband as a, as a young woman and having a 10 month old little girl to raise in the middle of nowhere in Ecuador in the, in the jungle in the fifties, uh, you know, all these hardships that she, she suffered. It really resonates a little bit more deeply when you hear it from, from the lips of somebody who has gone through troubles and knows what it means to lose something for the sake of Christ. Now we go through life trying to uh, hold on to things. Most of us try to minimize losses and maximize our gains in practically everything. That's normal human nature, but at the same time, that becomes a bit of a competition of loves, especially for us Christians. We're called to love God above all things, and yet there's so many other things competing for our love towards Him. And it's an axiomatic fact of the Christian life that following Jesus will have a cost. Often things that we actually love, and that's because Jesus knows that he can't bless us and help us grow and give us all the riches of heaven that he wants to give us if we at the same time are, have one eye on something else and one eye on him. And often we find out that following Christ requires losing things that we particularly value, things like wealth and status and convenience and time and energy and even opportunities and even relationships and romantic relationships, which Elizabeth wrote a lot about. The, the whole point that she's trying to make in this, in this little meditation is, you know, it was her perspective in life that if you lose something for Christ, it's not really a loss because you're essentially trading something of low value for something of infinite value. And that's how she lived her life. And of course, Jesus said exactly that. He did. In Matthew 10, 39, Jesus says that whoever loses his life or his soul for my sake will find it. And yet whoever tries to find his life, he says, will lose it. Yeah. Jesus didn't sugarcoat the cost of discipleship at all. And I, I tend to think about this quote when I read uh, Elizabeth's life and when I, I read her meditations, which are mostly represented by the quote of today. Uh, this, this idea of what is it really worth keeping if it's going to keep you from following Christ fully? And her life really exemplified that. Absolutely. And of course, as her late husband, Jim Elliot, so famously said, he is no fool who gives up what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. And that is what her quote is saying, isn't it? Is that we will lose things in the Christian life as we follow Christ, but what we gain is infinitely greater. Yes, that is actually very true. And uh, like I said, it's, it's one thing to, for us to sit here comfortably and discuss it. But, you know, when you're in the middle of, of a jungle with your husband's gone missing and you, you're trying to raise a child, you know, that becomes a, a much deeper reality. Indeed, a woman worth listening to. Nick, if people want to listen to her through her books, recommend some books of hers to us. So Elizabeth Elliot wrote quite a few books, I think about 20 books altogether. She has a very straightforward style. So really any book you pick up will just immediately speak to you. She was one of those people who just speaks straight to your heart. The, the two books that I would really, sorry, three books that I would really recommend. Uh, the first one is Shadow of the Almighty, The Life and the Testament of Jim Elliot. So she wrote the story of her husband and it's a remarkable story. I highly recommend that. Another one is the book that we quoted today, Keep a Quiet Heart. This is just a collection of small meditations of hers that really just can be read in a couple of minutes and, and really help you think through the day and, and deal with some things, especially when life gets really, really burdensome and anxious and stressful. 
And one that I would recommend, particularly maybe for the ladies, was a book that she wrote in 1977 called Let Me Be a Woman. In that book, she speaks about what it's like to be a, a woman in the modern world following Christ. And she speaks in a way that perhaps today we've, we've lost in both Christian and, and also non-Christian uh, discourse when we discuss uh, these issues. So definitely a very precious perspective. And I would add to that, of course, her famous book, Through Gates of Splendor. Well, Nick, thank you so much. Elizabeth Elliot, what a hero of the faith. Well, God bless you and God bless everyone.